Good morning. Oh, good afternoon. Would the children like to come and sit at the front and join us, if you want to? Up to you. I'm going to need some volunteers very shortly, so look out for that when it comes along. So, who knows what the special day it is today? What's it called? I think Graham might have given us a bit of a clue earlier. All right, so, um, who, okay, so, what is the special day? Christmas alphabet Christmas, oops. It's technically still Christmas. Still this Christmas. is the end of Christmas, but it's got a special name. All right, Seth. Special name. Epiphany. Epiphany. Epiphany, well done. Well done. Give a round of applause for Seth. That's right. But the question is, how do you spell it? <laughs> e. Who so thinks they know how to spell it? Who surprise. wants to have a go? Julian. Do you think Julian knows? I know it. I don't know. What do you think? Go on then. E-P. I-P. H-A-N. I don't, I don't know the rest of it. Who's going to help? Who's going to help? Hannah, do you think you know it? E P I P H A L Y. She did it all by herself. <laughs> but the question is, um, but what is it? What is what is epiphany? What is epiphany? I don't know. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> epiphany is when we celebrate how the star led the wise men to Jesus. In some countries, the 6th of January, which is actually yesterday, or the closest Sunday, is actually called Three Kings Day. And some Christians have their main Christmas celebrations on the 6th of January. But for us to learn a little bit more about these wise men and the star that they followed, we need to remember where they came in the Christmas story. I know. Do you? Yeah. Shall we rewind to Christmas Eve and then do the Christmas alphabet story? Shall we? Shall what we? A good idea. Shall Let's do it. Let's Shall do we do it? it? Shall we do it? All right. Rewind. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. I'm joking. Costume change. Nice. Clap for me, clap for me. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, the Christmas, Christmas Alphabet, Alphabet Show. Show. All right. You. And today, our first letter okay. is... Wait, wait, wait a sec. Oh. So the Christmas Alphabet Show oh. is... It's the show where you get to meet the most important letters in the Christmas story. That's right. That's right. So what we're going to do without further ado, we're going to start. So the first letter is... Drum roll, drum roll. The letter one! Don't be daft. What? One is a number, not a letter. Read the letter after Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Our first letter is the letter E. Okay, I'm going to need a volunteer. Who's first? Who's first? Go on, Eli. Right, up. Pop that down. Pop that down. Ooh. Eli. 
Okay, put that down. Hold it up. Right, look at the back. You need to read out this. This is E for engaged. E for engaged. Ah, so you mean the Christmas story starts with someone not being able to get through on their phone? No. Now, it begins with an engagement. Ah. Over 2,000 years ago in the town of Nazareth, a carpenter called Joseph was engaged to a girl called Mary. Oh, oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. I knew that. (laughs) All right. Um, The next letter is A. I bet, right, I bet that A stands for attractive because, right, Joseph found Mary attractive. That's sick. That's true. Okay, who's going to help me out? It is right. Attractive, right? You think, you think it's attractive? Yeah, Shall we find it. out? Okay. This is, this is A for angel. Angel? Oh, what? How? A, how come? A for angel. Because God sent an angel to tell Mary that she was going to be the mother of his son. And then, when Mary became pregnant, he sent another angel to Joseph in a dream and told him not to be afraid to marry Mary because the baby she was expecting was very special. All right, cool. So, I got this, I got this. So, that means, yeah, the next letter must be W for wedding, right? Wedding. Come on, Wrong. make sense. No, seriously. The next letter is H. Hannah's one. How about Hannah's having this one? Because it's H for Hannah. Or is it? This is H for Herod. Herod. H for Herod. Herod. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that that makes me think of um that 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 huge department store up in um what's it? Um Knightsbridge. Knightsbridge, yeah, and it's massive and it's got Santa and all the Christmas lights. Yeah, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah? No. No? She said Herod, not Harrods. No, I heard Herods. No. Herod. Harrods. Same Herod. thing. Herod. Oxiri. King asks. Cyril told you. King Herod no. was the king of the Herod. land where Mary and Joseph lived. And at that time, all the Jews had to take part in a big census, which meant everyone had to go to their hometowns to register their names. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> no, this so is So rude. <laughs> this is... The next letter, though, right? The next letter is me. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Look, it says... So on my list, letter four is I. That's me. I is me. I isn't you. I know it isn't you. It's me. No. Oh, never mind. Bring on the next letter. What's I for? This is I for innkeeper. But I'm I not is a, for innkeeper. I'm not an innkeeper. Don't look like one. Exactly. The I in the Christmas story is for an innkeeper who owned an inn in the town of Bethlehem. Mary and Joseph traveled to Bethlehem because that was Joseph's hometown. But when they got there, the town was so full, 
they couldn't find anywhere to spend the night. So the innkeeper allowed them to sleep in a stable beside his inn. And guess what happened that night? The inn caught on fire. I saw it on Twitter. Mary had her baby. In the middle of the fire. Sick. There was no fire. Oh, honestly. Mary had her baby in the middle of the night. She called him Jesus and laid him in a manger. Now, our next two letters remind us of what happened next. Right. All right. One more person. Who wants to come? Come on in. Okay, so hold, hold it up like that. Can you read that? This is S for shepherd. Very good. And this is S for star. So, wait a minute. So, what about, what about S for, like, for special? I thought you said Mary's baby was special. Well, that's actually the first sensible thing you've said all day. Yes, hallelujah! Yes! Come on, so, Jesus. Mary's baby was special. Yes. Jesus was so special that God sent a whole choir of angels to announce the great news of his birth and tell a group of shepherds to go and see him. I get it. I get it. The shepherds went to see the star who was baby Jesus, right? Well, the shepherds did go to see baby Jesus, but the star in the Christmas story was an actual, real, bright, shining star, which God put in the sky as another sign of his son's birth. Okay. Which brings us to our seventh letter. Right, I need one more person. Who's coming up? Come on in. I'll need you down that end. Come. You're going to say that. This is M for Maggie. For my, for Magi. Magi. Magic. No, no. not magic. No, magi. magic. Magic. Magi. So M A G I. Yeah. Magi. C. So the, the Magi were the wise men who followed the star and finally found baby Jesus. And they gave him gifts. Now, let's look at our letters for our Christmas alphabet. Yeah, I need to... Can, you read, what, can, what, can you read what they say, Julian? Okay, I need to... Um, Messia. Messia, <laughs> hello, it's your name. Look, it's your name. Messia. No, all oh, right, come on, everyone. You're going to have to help him out here. After three, one, two, three. Messia. Oh, Messiah. Oh, yeah, the I. Yeah, yeah, I need so that. So the Messiah is the saviour sent from God. God sent his son Jesus into the world to save people from all the wrong things they'd done and to show them what he was really like. Wait, 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 wait. I've just noticed something. There are other letters on the back of these letters. Don't turn them around yet. So. Are there really? Ooh, watch look this. at that. <laughs> look. Who knew? Turn the last three letters around, which is I, A, and H. And you've got the word... What have we got now? Message. Message. Yes. Ooh. The Messiah came to earth with a... Message. That's right. That's really good, isn't it? 
I'm so oh, thank so you. Isn't he clever? Hey. Even gets better, right? Listen to this. Take away the last three letters, right? And what have we got? A mess. That's right. It's a, a mess. Bit of a mess. Which is the way the world was before Jesus came. But Jesus, true, true. the Messiah, came to earth with a message from God. Now, turn the other letters around. And that was the message of love. love. <laughs> Woo, can you give them all a round of applause? Thank you so much. You can sit down now. I think I might take my flashing hat off. I know. Amazing. So, now, there are two letters in particular from our play that I want us to have a think about now. First one is S for star, and the second one is M for magi, magi. S for star and M for Magi. And we're going to have a think about what we can learn from the Magi and from the star uh, and see what might help us to remember what Epiphany and Christmas is really all about. So, first of all, who can think of any songs about stars? Songs about stars. I'm coming round, I'm coming round. Here we go. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Lovely. Do you want to sing that? No, no? Shall we sing it together? Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you... Lovely, that'll do. <laughs> Any more? Have you got one about stars? On a starry night. On a starry night. That's a Christmas song that we sometimes sing. Hold that thought. Yes? Reach for the stars. Reach for the stars. Goes every mountain high. That's how it goes. You've got one. You've got one. Take that, you light the sky. Oh. The stars are coming out tonight. They're brightening up the sky tonight for me, for you. Any more? Has anyone got any more songs about stars? Can you think of any Disney songs? There's a few Disney ones that are quite good. Have you got another one? I've got another one. Another one? We Three Kings. We Three Kings, yeah. Very Starman. Have you got a song? Wash on Padma Star. Wish upon a star, like when you, oh, is that your one? Oh, when you wish upon a star. Oh, it's lovely. Now, there's a song called Stars in a musical called Les Miserables. Um, and it's all about how the stars are kind of like sentinels, is the word they use, keeping watch in the night and guiding the way. Now, what we notice about all of these songs is that they seem to have quite similar themes. Things like making a wish, or our dreams coming true, or maybe keeping watch over us, or guiding us. And we've got a song that we sing here in church, not at Christmas time, just in the normal time, which says, God who made the universe, the earth, the sun, the moon, and stars. So this song tells us that it was God who made the stars. And there are lots of different verses in the Bible too, which tell us a bit more about that. So back in Genesis chapter 1, 
it says, he, God, also made the stars. God put all these in the sky to shine on the earth, and they are to rule over the day and over the night. And he put them there to separate light from darkness. And then in the New Testament, in 1 Corinthians 15, it says each star is different in its beauty. It's really interesting. And then in the Psalms, it talks about stars a lot in Psalms. So in Psalm 148, it says, Praise him, sun and moon, and all you shining stars. And then Psalm 147 says he counts the stars and names each one. So every single star has a name. I think that's amazing. And then there was the reading that we heard just now uh, that Sharon read, Matthew 2, all about the Magi searching um, and following the stars. So it says, where is the baby who was born to be king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. Now, what do all these verses from the Bible tell us about stars? I think they tell us a lot of different things. They tell us that each star is different and special and that they have a purpose. Some of them, one of their purposes is to shine in the darkness. Another purpose is to worship God. And another purpose, sometimes, occasionally, according to our Bible reading, one of their purposes is to guide people or to act a little bit like a signpost to something else. Now, who's seen Moana? One of my favorite films. Now, you'll know if you've seen Moana that we learn all about wayfinding. And we watch Maui teach Moana how to use the stars as a navigational tool, like this, to help her find her way. Now, I don't know about you, but I think it's pretty amazing that God created these stars in that way, so that we could actually use them for a purpose to help us find our way around the, the world. And sometimes he even gives them a really important job to do. Now that's the star. Now we're going to have a little bit of think about the magi. So we don't actually know very much about these magi. Some people call them kings. Some say wise men. And others say magicians, which is where the word magi actually comes from. And it actually doesn't even say in the Bible that there were three of them. I think we just decided that there were three because they brought three gifts. But we do know one thing about them. When they saw this special star in the sky, they didn't just ignore it and carry on with their life as normal, did they? They realized how important it was and they dropped everything in order to follow it. And the really interesting thing as well is that they didn't worship the star itself. They knew that the star was pointing to something much more important, and they wanted to find out just what that was. So as we know, they went off, maybe on some camels, on this very long journey, which was probably quite uncomfortable and maybe quite dangerous, just to find out what the star was pointing to. And when they eventually found Jesus, the first thing that they did was worship him. And they gave him their most precious gifts. And how does the Bible tell us that they felt? Do you remember? It says that they were filled with joy. So, this epiphany and this Christmas in general, 
before we put Christmas away for another year, what can we learn from the star and from the magi? And how do they fit into God's message of love that we learned about in the play? Now, I think this world is full of signposts to God, and the stars are just one of them. And maybe we just need to spend a bit more time looking for them, look around us a little bit more to find out what those signposts are. Maybe in the world around us, in nature, maybe in the people around us, maybe in the Bible or other books that we read. Maybe sometimes we forget to look for them. Maybe we might be a bit tired or a bit worn out. Living in this world, which is sometimes such a mess, it can sometimes be hard to look and to find those signs that point to God. Or maybe you're so familiar with the signs and you, you don't see how important they are anymore. And, you know, maybe you even know your Bible so well that it's not really meaning anything to you. And I wonder if one, one thing that we can learn from the Magi is by looking out for these signposts that point to God and point to Jesus. And when we find them, to remember just how important they are so that we do what the Magi did and we stop what we're doing to follow it and to, you know, to worship God and to just remember how important it is. Maybe we want to give God our most, our most precious gifts too, just like the Magi did. Maybe that could be your time. Maybe that could be your money. Maybe it could be your whole life. And when we do that, we know that like the Magi, we will also be filled with joy. And I wonder whether we can also learn something from the star today. What if we can all be a signpost like the star, which points to Jesus? We found out earlier that God created each star different and unique. And he knows exactly how many there are and that each one has a name. He created them to worship him and to be a light that shines in the darkness, guiding people to God. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that sounds an awful lot like people too. I think that we can all be stars because we're all unique and special. We all, God has, knows us all by name. He knows how many of us there are. He wants us to worship him. And he wants us to give him our most precious gifts. So I think we can all be stars, each one of us unique, pointing people to Jesus by the way that we live our lives, full of joy and spreading his message of love to the world. Yes? Let's all be stars. Amen. Please be seated as Sandra and Shalte come to lead our intercessions. 